0: This episode of the New Hampshire Business Show is sponsored by Everlasting Capital. If you're a small business and you need money and a bank won't give it to you, Everlasting Capital is here to help. In as quickly as a couple of days, you can have the funding your business needs for new equipment or anything else you can need the capital for. So submit your application today and see how they can help you out. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Names Business Show. My name is Chris Pastrana, and today we're here with Cameron Coulters of Hope from Daffodils. How's it going?
1: It's going great, Chris. How about yourself? Absolutely. everything's yeah, good? Yep. Had a good Easter?
0: I did. Awesome. It was, it was a nice day. It was nice and relaxing. Very good. <laughs> we all need that. Yeah. So let's go into this a little bit. Um, I say from Hope from Daffodils. I should say author of, to be more specific. But so l- let's get into it. Tell us a little bit about yourself and the book.
1: Well Hope From Daffodils has been an ongoing process for about two years, eight months to be precise. I had the thought cross my mind years and years ago. Um, I've always wanted to write. It was just always something that was inside of me and just I don't know if it's lack of confidence or what I I don't know what it was but I finally decided you know what I I've got to do it. I've just got to do it. The itch was there and it's something I had to fulfill and um hope from daffodils is really it touches on so many things i've i've never been like strictly romance or strictly you know f- you know fiction of any kind or whether it's mystery suspense i kind of like to incorporate all those elements in the thought process of hope from daffodils but essentially hope is is all i think we really truly need in life you know we have, mm-hmm. we have to have that that hope that something better is around the corner, or that if something is bad right now, things can change, and to never lose that hope. So, the book, in essence, is that story of a a woman. He, she's a florist, and she loses her husband, and so she puts all her energy and effort into rebuilding her business uh, or making it better. Um, so she puts her energy and effort into that. As I said. Um, thinking that her future is never gonna be the same as what she had envisioned. And then she ends up meeting a gentleman who is reinventing himself because he's a disgruntled attorney from New York. So um, the, the book takes place in New England. It takes place in York Harbor, which is just a, a beautiful setting. Um, it's an area part of my younger years stomping grounds. So I kind of felt like, you know, that's just a place that, that would work for this yeah. book of hope from daffodils. So uh, they meet up, but they have a mutual painful past that the main character, Sophie, isn't aware of. But Brady, the other main character, truly is aware of. So um, so there's some suspense. It's romance. It's kind of a mixed bag of things. So
0: That's good. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So how long have you been working on this?
1: Two years, eight months, from the very first word mm-hmm. I typed to eight months of edits and revisions and... Um, I have a, an incredible editor um, and book cover designer and and whatnot and some people that are in the business and in the know and they are great feedback and whatnot. So yeah, yeah so
0: that's a good amount of time though, two years. It is,
1: it is. Yeah. Although you know, I've heard people that take twenty years. So
0: <laughs> that's more on my line. Of work <laughs> oh, is so that Yeah. 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 <laughs>
1: <laughs> so although book number two will be a lot lot quicker.
0: Yeah. So you're gonna do another one in this same series, or just different?
1: I am other? the one of the subcategory. What cat? Um, excuse me, characters of this particular okay. book is um, going to be the main character of the next. Okay. Yeah.
0: That's a good so approach. Based on
1: her life, uh, same job, wedding venue type setting in York, um, but I'm going to touch on Kennebunk and you know those areas as well. So, so it should be fun.
0: Yeah, definitely. So what we'll gave you the inspiration to, one, write this book and the characters themselves?
1: The characters, in my mind, I, I, I'm kind of living a dream of, a, it, in a former life, I, I thought of wedding planning. I thought mm-hmm. that would be a fun thing to do. And things didn't go that way. I actually own a women's boutique in Milford called okay. Pastiche Boutique. So, um, So anyway, wedding planning was something that I'd considered at one time. And I thought this is a great way to fulfill a dream without the pressures of actually having to work (laughs) within the wedding area. So um, I I knew I wanted the main character and her best friend to own a wedding venue location. This character is a florist. Her best friend is a pastry chef. So it just kind of evolved into that. So I knew that much of it. Um, outside of that I really didn't know where it was gonna go. I knew I wanted her husband to have had something bad happen and I knew that she needed to make something good from something bad but I really wasn't sure. I'm, I'm what you would consider a panster writer. I don't know if you've ever heard of such a thing. No. A lot of people haven't and in fact I didn't when I first started writing but the more I learned about how I was writing, the I discovered this word, panster writer. Okay. Uh, that's basically, you know, when you read a book mm-hmm. and you don't know what's going to happen next, it's the same thing with writing a book and you don't know what's going to happen okay. next. So I don't plot it all out. Um, I have a general idea of where it's going. And then as I type, it's kind of like the characters take over and they write the book and I just do the typing. So I surprised myself greatly with, ah, didn't see it coming. You know, didn't know that was going to happen. So it just kind of goes in that direction. So Hope from Daffodils was a just um, inspired and and it just became what it was, unbeknownst nice. to me.
0: Nice. Now, do you base the characters on people you know, like yourself or anything like that, or are you just kind of making them up as you go?
1: They evolve. I think, for the most part, nuances of people, mm-hmm. maybe a mannerism, um, a gesture, um, a, a habit, something like that I pick up, just I glean from life and different people, um, surroundings, you know, that that type of thing. But no, not specifically any right. one person. There's no character in my book that is someone. Um, people ask that of myself too. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm not a character. Although Sophie, uh, she's a pretty good person and uh, I wouldn't mind being like her. Yeah. <laughs> Without the bad stuff happening to her.
0: Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so, back to what you were writing. So, it's Panster? Panster. You said? So, do you ever. I don't know. I, I haven't read the book yet, but do you run into the issue of accidentally creating loopholes for yourself because of this, or plot holes, I should say, um, where you're, you're writing, cause you said it takes two years, yep, so yep. by the time you're done, you're like, oh, great. And the editor picks it up and he's like, well, your first sentence makes absolutely no sense with how you edited it, yeah. you know? Do you, did you kind of run into stuff like that that you had to fix a lot of, or was it pretty on point? Well, pretty I,
1: the key to that is to write consistently. You might oh, not yes. write a lot each day, <laughs> but you gotta write consistently. So if it's if you leave it for three months, it's very easy to mess yourself up and think where was I so you have to kind of read what you've written up to that date and then Mm -hmm. continue on to help avoid that but yes that does happen and before it went to the editor I would go back and think okay what am I missing what's ooh that doesn't make sense I have to change this and thus editing process of eight months because you really want you don't want any loose ends, unless they're intentional loose ends to yeah. as a cliffhanger, but that's not what this book is. It's a, it's a set-alone book, set aside by itself, standalone, I sh- should say.
0: Pretty cool. Um, so just from that, it's it's fiction. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's, like, it's a, it's a romance there right there. <laughs> fiction, total <laughs> fiction. Yes. Okay. Um, did you enjoy, because you mentioned you've done a couple of other things on your own as far as writing. Did you like the fiction aspect of it better than say writing nonfiction or something like that
1: not if nonfiction is never I wouldn't mind teaching nonfiction mm-hmm. um you know I've, I was a public speak- speaker for a while um I've written smaller books I've like for different events I would write things specifically for that but my joy is playing make believe yeah so I like to uh write about villains and suspense okay. and and I have a heart for happy endings so um wasn't meant to be a romance to begin with. It was strictly going to be more of a women's fiction with a suspense aspect. And the more I got to writing it, the more I realized it it was truly a romance with the suspense integrated into it. Yeah.
0: That's good. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I like that. I like books and authors and writing and all that stuff. I'm awful at it. My book is not coming along very well. But my books, I should say. But uh, <laughs> I, I never give up. I like to see when it does come together for somebody Um, So let's get into that a little bit then. So for other writers, do you have any tips for them to kind of help the process a little bit?
1: I think the best thing to do is to just, I know this sounds silly um, and it's going to sound like a non-answer, but the best thing to do is just sit at your computer and write. Or with your pen and paper, and and just write. If you think about it too much, and you try to plot it out, and you hem and you—that's what you'll do. You'll hem and you'll haul and it'll never happen. So you just really need to sit at the keyboard. And if you have um, writer's block, then you you know you walk away, and you go to somewhere that inspires you. I like cope from daffodils takes place, like I said, in, in York Harbor, Maine. So I'd often go to the beach. Or I would walk through a flower garden or something to just kind of, you know, get the idea back in my head so I yeah. could then sit down. But it's it's really whether you type a sentence or a paragraph, writing it will make it happen for you. It yeah. can't write itself.
0: Yeah. Um, I think you might touch on it a little bit, but you talked about um, it was like a suspense-type book, and then it kind of became romance. Like, but why romance? Because that's a... Uh, interesting area i think everyone has their own different approaches to those things
1: yeah i can understand that i I, originally i didn't want it to be romance because it's you know the cat and mouse thing and you know i and then you know it's a happy ending and i like things to be a little more uh, natural you Mm -hmm. know things don't always have a happy ending um but i realized as i was writing the book that if i took the romance out of it, then the story kind of fell apart. Yeah. And um, so I realized that's it was, in fact, a romance. So when when in romance land, you you, yeah. you know you got to commit to it. So <laughs> so uh, you know it's it's that traditional happy ending, which is not a spoiler. It's that's what romance is. Yeah. But it's all the nuances in between and the ups and downs and yeah. the suspense that that I brought into it as well.
0: Okay. Um, who's your favorite character?
1: Oh boy. You know, I like a few of them. Cynthia is a, is a, she's a bad girl. Yeah. She's a very bad girl and um, a little on the nutty side. <laughs> <laughs> and so I don't know what I'd never want to be like her. She was really fun to write.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, part of it takes place in Manhattan at a law firm.
0: Okay.
1: And there's a, a pretty nasty attorney there who is the boss of one of my main characters, Brady. And he was fun to write about. But um, Emily is is she's the best friend and she is kind of high maintenance, but she's a character. She makes me laugh. Yeah. And uh, which cracks me up that I laugh at myself (laughs) because this is Emily, not me. But she makes me laugh. Yeah. So I like her. And then Sophie, of course, I just think she's a sweetheart.
0: Yeah. That's pretty cool. So let's, let's flip the question: Is was there any that you were, as you were writing the characters, you're like, "This is tough," like getting a natural, real reaction? It would be is like almost hard to write.
1: Um, you know, I've part of my history is I performed on stage, mm-hmm. and I wrote a lot of the same, a lot of the plays that I performed, a lot of monologues and whatnot. So thinking out of the box and just totally, I, I'm inspired by Carol Burnett. So kind of an anything goes. There's no area that I don't, that I wouldn't delve into. So I kind of gave myself freedom in that. So um, I wouldn't say it was hard. I think the thing that's going to be the hardest for me is the second book is based on Emily's life, who is my funny character. Yeah. And I don't want to let people down in the second book if they really love her in the first book. And I blow it in the second one. So so that's going to be my biggest challenge, just yeah. making sure that I can retain Emily's character.
0: Yeah. I've actually, it's funny you bring that up, completely off topic, but I've read book series that, you know, um, from the first book to, I think there was like nine or ten of them, the, the character that you like is, really good and all of a sudden the 11th book they're completely different mm. and you're like you just completely messed up the character on yeah. that one yeah. telling I'm like what the heck yeah. so I've seen that before so I totally yeah. understand that worry
1: yeah. <laughs> and it's like trying to be funny when like, when when you're a pantser writer things just come out and you don't know where they come from so things end up being funny but if you're trying to be funny it doesn't always come across like you want so, yeah. so that's my uh, that would be my only worry I should say
0: yeah all right, cool. So let's see. I didn't have any other big ones there. Oh, so i got to get down to the actual logistics of everything. Um, so you said the book comes out May 1st. Yes. How do you get it?
1: You can get it anywhere books are sold. So online, anywhere, through Amazon or Barnes & Noble or bookstores. If they don't have it on the shelf, you can certainly request it. They'll order it for you. Um, it'll be available in ebook form as well as uh, soft copy print version. Uh, I am working on an audio book for it. Um, It'll be out, uh, it'll be this year, but I'm I'm not exactly sure when. I'm having a hard time finding the voices that I like, so it may just be me. Who
0: knows? Yeah. So you're going to read your own book?
1: Perhaps. I'm really mulling it over. I have a lot of people trying to talk me into that one, so I might just give in and and give it a try.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) but uh, but yeah, so it'll be available anywhere uh, as of May 1st. And my book launch is officially at May 1st, and people are welcome to come. They can get a ticket through Eventbrite or through my website at karencoultersauthor.com. And it's a free ticket, and it'll be at LaBelle Winery from 6 to 8 on May 1st. But you'd have to get a ticket.
0: Okay, pretty cool. So thank you so much for joining me. This has been a lot of fun. I like, I like when authors come on and get to show what they've done. It's really you. cool.
1: Thank you. It's
0: been fun. Absolutely. <laughs> so thank you guys so much for listening. Definitely check it out. Um, I love supporting local businesses, authors, individuals. It's, it's great when we can do this. So definitely check it out, support, and uh, we'll see you next time.